going to say, how does the reading have anything to do with podcast recording? <laughs> Don't sass me. Well, you can sass him while job. we're talking now because this, we are talking. job to sass. Okay. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're usurping him. I know. Okay. How dare you? Okay. Okay, so sorry. here we are doing the podcast. Uh, it's me, my parents, and Liam Neeson yet again. Uh, we're here still watching Liam Neeson films. And this one, mm-hmm. thankfully, no nudity, no sexy times. This was, this movie was a surprise. Yeah. But this, this wasn't what we set out to watch tonight. No, it wasn't. Well, first, who are we? We need to do things in order. Who are you? I'm Daniel. I'm Carrie. I'm Patrick. Okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, <laughs> I, as you may note from the weeks previous to this, we've been accidentally stumbling upon a lot of either Liam Neeson sexy time or bad movies. Or or both. Well, well, there was a couple of his surprise sexy time movies. That's true. Then there was Million Ways to Die in the West, which was not good. Just bad. And then we finally did Pilgrim's Progress, which also was not great. And also between that and Million Ways to Die in the West, we've seen all of Liam Neeson's naked body except for his front business. (laughs) True. So you know we were really in the mood for something else, and I thought you know what. He's in a couple of animated kids' movies, and at least one of them is on Netflix. I thought three of them were on Netflix, but the nut job has been taken off. So I guess we'll have to get that at the library. Probably. But I looked, and there was a whole, like, four total of his films on Netflix, and one of them is Operation Chromite. Which I had never heard of. I had only heard heard of because I made the list. It was produced, I believe, in, but definitely by South Korea. Right. In 2016. In 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, Check the Academy Award. There was... No. It was not really... It was not generally released in the United States. Right. It's on Netflix, I think, mostly because Netflix could get it for cheap and just have more things in their library. Right. Uh, it's... There's uh, no English dub over the Korean voices, so we have to mm-hmm. read subtitles. Mm-hmm. The English uh, parts are, thankfully, in English, so they didn't... Have right. Liam Neeson trying to speak Korean, which they've do- they've done to actors in the past. Mm-hmm. Have them right. s- speak that language, right? But uh, this won a bunch of awards in in Korea. Yeah, this was definitely topless in Korea, and I believe it's predominantly because this is the American war movie, except it's Korea. Mm-hmm. This is the movie that comes out once a year. Uh, generally, good reviews. Usually, Tom Hanks is involved in it in some way. Yeah, and. Very much rah rah, our country. We let's celebrate the heroes who sacrificed to get us where we are today. Mm-hmm. And for me, that film in America has worn thin. I like America; it's pretty neat. I live here; I have to like it. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't have. To I don't like have it. to like it. But mm-hmm. I've seen so many World War Two storming of Normandy's. Mm-hmm. where the odds are against you and you just managed to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and save America movies right. that I don't feel invested in it anymore. Well, because it's it's been overdone, perhaps. Yeah. It's the realistic version of the Spider-Man origin story. It's been done too many times. <laughs> I don't care anymore. Mm-hmm. But this was a different country. And all of a sudden, I was invested again. I, I enjoyed it as a story. Yeah, I... By the end of this, I think I will be calling this the best movie so far. I think so. So. I mean, as far as enjoyable movies enjoyable go. Enjoyable movie, production values were, I mean, it's no Avatar. It's not going to, you know, win any Oscars for production or anything like that. But this movie, they. 
Well, it's because it was a foreign language film. But they set out to do what set out to do a thing, and they did it. And they did it well. Yeah. They did it well. Yeah. Not the acting was not good. the best ever, but they did it very well. It did not yeah. feel uh, like they cut corners. No, definitely in, in not. their production values. They didn't cut corners with their acting, with their people, yeah. with their cameras. Mm-hmm. Now, this is another one where, sadly, we're not going to talk about Liam Neeson too much because this is a movie about South Korean heroes, mm-hmm. and Liam Neeson is now not South Korean. Except the Ex- zero to Neeson. On the this zero one. to Neeson on this one was as soon as they got done saying the people who pro- who presented this film, he opens the door. No, I think there was a sunrise. Oh yeah, there was a sunrise. Then he opened the door because he is General MacArthur. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He yeah. is in charge of the UN forces who are trying to take back North, South Korea. Take back what would turn into South Korea. Correct. What is currently the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. Mm-hmm. And the people in it don't like that very much. Well, because it's been, it's the communists have taken the over. The commies are here. Mm-hmm. And again, this is something that we as American film watchers are very used to. We have seen Americans fight Nazis and Americans fight communists and right. Americans fight communist Nazis, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But now it's someone else doing the fighting because MacArthur is just there making a plan and all we see of him throughout the film is him getting closer and closer to a plan that only works if the South Koreans get their act together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's but it, the movie is focused on a very small group of South Koreans. Eight guys. Eight guys. KLO. KLO. Korean, Korean Liberation, Liberation something. Organization. We could, we could look at Probably. It. Well, was it it was eight plus the the people they met up with in the, there were, like the middle of the movie. There were eight there was in some the more. original... Eight in the original group. That got sent in. That got sent. Mm-hmm. That MacArthur sent. All right. Internet says... And and his whole plan was, oh. was entirely dependent upon their South Korean military intelligence, the Korean liaison office. Oh, that's it. That's right. They are the they are the secret they are the secret service guys. They are the sneaky mm-hmm. sneaky. They are the yeah. MI six of South Korea. Yeah, they were the they were the ones. And they get sent in to get plans so that the the UN can send in a bunch of battleships right. to a place battleships should not go. Right. This is the least likely place for an invasion. But it is according to the military on the, It is on the line. It is very near the line where I, I mean, based on where they're pointing at the map, because they had the whole DMZ dotted line that they would have eventually. And well, it's that's very, Vietnam, isn't it? Is did Vietnam have the DMZ? Uh-huh. What does Korea have? I don't. I know. thought they have a DMZ too. Oh, they had a DMZ too. Yeah, they do. Okay, yeah. I'll look that up. Okay, but but, but it's very there's close. A lot to of mines there. Oh yeah, that's today. Um, but it was it was interesting that they were doing parallel scenes of both commanders, command groups, opposing command groups at the yeah. same time, talking about the same issue, which was their odds of yeah. success if they attack. And in China. I, we we this comes up a lot in films overall, but we've talked about it multiple times on the podcast that that's a really cool way of doing storytelling, mm-hmm. and I really like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm a sucker for that. Yeah. The the film starts with, well, once we get into it, they're doing a lot, they do a fair amount of the cliche things that, again, we've seen a lot, because we've seen these movies. If you've seen Inglorious Bastards, one, I'm, I'm sorry, two, I you, know, so you, you know a lot of the cliche turns that are going to happen here. You're going to have a guy who has to go undercover 
and starts losing the trust of the people that are just going to kill him if they find out. And eventually he loses it completely. Uh, and the people start dying off to save the plan. And the entire time I was... I was invested the entire time. I mm-hmm. Even not having to read the subtitles, I knew what was going on. And it, that's it was, it was interesting because the Liam Neeson's character was... He started out with this this big plan mm-hmm. and then through the whole movie the advancement uh, even though his character wasn't on screen a lot for a good portion of it you knew that his advancement toward reaching the, his goal was this slow advancement through the whole movie yeah they didn't stop and In, say all right off camera we've done x y and z so now we can be here they just skipped to the next part and it always made sense and it was interesting that the the leader of the eight guys who starts out as a essentially a spy as as playing a North Korean yeah slowly throughout the movie I mean the the storytelling relative to that character I thought was really good because he starts out as this you know in this spy role and then slowly like you say loses the trust of that group and then he he keeps getting it's kind of like keeps getting in more and more trouble in different kinds of ways. If this film was about <laughs> this guy's peril, we'd have to change the scale to go oh, to eleven. Oh yeah, I we think would. So. This <laughs> this poor guy. He was definitely way up there on the peril scale. Now the main Liam Neeson is not in much peril in this film at all. I'd say he's in a bit when they're in choppy seas but, and and when they target his ship. Yeah, at the end. But but he does have a few moments where he's talking about why he's doing this because literally every other important person on both sides of the issue are pretty sure that he wants to be president and they said second run did he go for president once like right after the oh, war i didn't think like, so like against eisenhower that's a really good question but i didn't think so but yeah they think he's he's in it for because, heroism because this is the oscar bait of military campaigns it is a thousand to they say five thousand to one shot that if it if it lands, basically would assure him national heroism and he'd be president. Mm-hmm. This is the revenant of uh, military campaigns. And both sides seem to know this. The yeah. North Koreans say, he's an idiot. He wants to be president, so he's going to do something stupid. Mm-hmm. And the Americans say, you're an idiot. You want to be president, so you're going to do something stupid. And he says, no. And his explanation, I thought, was well done. He has two separate stories about meeting a South Korean and asking them why they're fighting. And this kind of comes back to the whole, we've seen this a million times in American film, where the where the plucky hero stands up to the general and says, I just want to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the one recently? Dunkirk? Is that the one? I don't remember that one. I remember that one because that one had a really long ending scene. And that one stretched a bit of my belief. Because there was the... I think that was the one where the guy is... See, the problem with all the American ones. They all blend together. This is the one where the military guy has to save his Black Hawk down and collect his Private Ryan. (laughs) They're all... I don't feel a specific connection to remember remember the name. And this one, it was different because it wasn't my country anymore. I was learning about someone else's. Mm -hmm. And so when the Korean says, give me a gun and some bullets, that's as, I'll do anything you want, what do you want? And he wants a gun and bullets so he can fight. That felt different. Maybe it's it's partly because this is a story that 
as Americans is not told frequently. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. not heard... You know, we get all the World War II stuff. We're starting to get more and more Vietnam America stuff. America does not talk about... Korea. Korea. Because Korea was a giant... Well, Vietnam was also a giant pile. Right. Both mm-hmm. Korea and Vietnam mm-hmm. were not great for America. Right, right. Cold War also not, and it's also hard to make movies about that. But after World War II, there was a long string of America being bad at war. Or at least not the heroes they wanted to be. And so we don't know much about it. We don't have the media to talk about it. We don't really get media coverage, like, theatrically about Mm -hmm. war until maybe the Gulf War. And even then, only recently. Well, Well, I mean, it only happened recently, but... You didn't live through Vietnam, which was the first time that war was on the TV screen for every American. But we don't also, there aren't films made about Vietnam, like glorifying how good America was at war. Right. Like there are about World War I and II. Yeah. Well, and when America went into Vietnam, we had not declared war. We were, we were. And in Korea, we were just helping out the UN. We just happened to have the general of the UN happened to be ours. We had, you know, our coach was coaching the all-star team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Well. Well, when I, you know, we we do the little Wikipedia stuff. I mean, MacArthur was not a slouch. He was top of his class at West Point. There's a reason why he he was was the coach of the All-Star team. He was the, you know, big commander at the Philippines. He actually retired from the Army to become the military advisor for the Commonwealth of the Philippines in the 1930s. He was recalled back to active duty for the Second World War. Yeah. So, I mean, the guy... Because they couldn't find any active general that was better than this guy who had retired already. Yeah. So, they called him back. So, I mean, this guy is... He knows his stuff and he is his strategies were, you know, sometimes not, you know, what everyone was expecting, obviously. But uh, he could do some things. He, mm-hmm. he was a mover. So... Also um, to note, this uh, film takes place around the battle for... In Inchon? Inchon. 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 Which was in the second half of 1950. The war ended three years later. This was their Mm D-Day, and they had three more years of fighting. Yeah. Because they took the capital and then got backed off, and it was China and the UN going at each other. And that's, even then, China was big. And they were right there. Mm -hmm. They didn't have to boat people there. Yeah. I think Japan was on the UN side, because they were coming out of Tokyo. So they at least had that. They weren't having to, like, stop up at Midway or Australia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Yeah, you, you talk about movies about war, and, yeah, there were a ton of things made about World War One and Two, World War Two in particular. But but um, the Vietnam War, hey, watch the Ken Burns documentary. That's really good. Yeah, but... Because that gives you a real story about yeah. Vietnam. And it, it's, I find it curious that MASH was made in about Korea. The, match was Korea. About Korea. Yeah. And that's about the only thing I know of on film that yeah. was about Korea. Uh, can you name any film, any American film about the Vietnam War? Um, well, oh yeah. Vietnam? Oh yeah. There oh, are, there are quite a serious few. one. Because... Ser- serious films, serious well, I don't know, I suppose Vietnam. you could say Apocalypse Now is serious. It's a little wacko too, but... Yeah. I mean, I... That was one of the... One of the biggies that was made many years ago. I don't know why, but I'm saying Rambo. I don't know if that's Vietnam. Uh, he was a Vietnam vet, I think. Oh, okay. I think that's the deal. Okay. I think the new Rambo, he went back to Vietnam or something. That was a really dumb movie. Anyways, we've not talked about Liam Neeson for a while here, and that's no, unfortunate. <laughs> okay, just one little tidbit. Uh, 
General MacArthur did seek the Republican nomination for president in 1948. Hmm. Um, Eisenhower refused to run that year. So then, uh, you know, it was New York Governor Stassen, uh, Dewey, Robert Taft, um, California Governor Earl Warren, Douglas MacArthur, and Senator Arthur Vandenberg from Michigan. So and that was the Republicans. That's who was and that was kind of du- duking it out. And that and that was Dewey. That was Dewey beats Truman. No, Truman well, beats Dewey. No, but there's, well, yeah. but there's right. the photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, right. That, no, that was that year. No, know your history, kids. There's a really mm-hmm. cool. There's a really neat <laughs> photo of President Harry Truman holding up a newspaper that says he lost. Yeah. Right. So anyway, <laughs> so back to Liam Neeson. Actually, Liam Neeson again. There's not much of him in this. He's a constant force. Uh, but he's pretty pro- potent when he's on screen. When he's on screen, he gets what he needs to be said done, and not in a not in the way that in a bad movie the actor's like, "Well, I have to get through this, so I'm going to say my bit. And I'm going to make it look good." This was, "I have to make the Americans look good for the Korean film," almost. And this is, you know, and this this is an Irish guy yeah. playing an American icon, and he's got the gravelly American accent type of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Kind of like his Taken accent, where he's mm-hmm. just serious all the time, mm-hmm. but somehow more so. Mm-hmm. This is the character I wish he had been playing in Battleship. Oh, yeah. Mm, Plus, yeah. Oh, we can't even go there. Yeah. Because that is also... But that a... wasn't written for this character. No, it wasn't. That was <laughs> so, written for, <laughs> like, Andy Sandberg, except 30 years yeah. later. <laughs> right, right. Oh, dear. This was definitely a film... Where they knew they had one American name they could pick. They needed one guy to be the American general, and all the other American guys are basically filler, except Laszlo. Except, oh, yes, John Grease. Yeah, except John, John Grease, he's in this one too. Who plays Who plays a, uh, he's another general. a general with more stars, yeah. I believe. No, 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 no MacArthur has four five. Star. MacArthur has five. MacArthur had fives and, and this oh guy yeah, is a four-star four general. Stars, yeah, so I mean, I would be hard-pressed to think of a general in that time that would have more than yeah, MacArthur, except for true. maybe Eisenhower. That's true. Mm-hmm. They'd invent a sixth one for Eisenhower, mm-hmm. but there really was one. They had one name to get, and they picked this guy mm-hmm. because they knew they he didn't have to be on screen much at this point in Liam Neeson's career. This is 2016. Yeah, he's been in. I think if we go off the spreadsheet, at least 60 films. Right. And at least, I would say, a dozen that would be in the same genre of Liam Neeson is very serious, talks in a low voice, a little gravelly, and kills people. Mm -hmm. And they thought, that is the kind of person we want to be in the film for a good five to ten minutes. Mm -hmm. And And he carries it. And carry every scene he's in. Mm -hmm. He does. And he he doesn't blow it out of the water. He's not a diva. No, he's not stealing the show from the Koreans either. He's Mm -hmm. there to say... They better hurry up because um, because we're coming and it all hinges on them. Switch back to them for twenty minutes. Right. Come back to him and go. We're still counting on them, and I'm not going to give up on them. Go back. Right, mm-hmm. right. He's there to pat them on the back from a thousand miles away. Yeah, and the story really works. It's a very I, I felt uh, engaged mm-hmm. engaged in the story. Like I said at the beginning, this is. To me, this is the best film we've watched so far. I think mm-hmm. so. Gunshy is at least a close second, but it's also a very different genre, and so right, it's right, hard right. to compare the two. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as emotional impact, we're not going to get the same thing as this until Schindler's List. It's not going to happen. Probably That's not. probably true. Yeah. I'd say The Grey, maybe, just because that, that was another new movie where he was given 
like this is this is the one where he gets his Academy Award type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I don't think so. Yeah. I think this is going to be the best one for a while. Yeah. This was a good film. Now, we do have to give it a number for the scale. Oh, for the peril scale. For the peril scale. This is another example where stress is not peril because Mm -hmm. he's very much not in trouble in this film. (laughs) He's harangued by generals. But, nah. He's stressed that the plan might not work. But... No, I as, think... a, as opposed to other films in which he is stressed, not per- imperiled, this one felt more meaningful. Like the stress could be mm-hmm. in yeah, other ones. In other ones, genuine, I, would con- yeah. I would concede the point, especially the the boat movie, which will not be named. Yeah. Yes, yes, where he was stressed, not in peril, and in that film, I believed it. I believed that he was just oh, we need to do the thing, right. mm. and this one. No, he was in full command. He was he was in full command, but he also was. Very, I, I feel he was stressed a lot during this film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially when he was not on Even when he was not on the screen. He did not go off to the green room and have some coffee. Well, but I think that that's the mark of a good actor. That mm-hmm. we, be, we believe that he was MacArthur. Yes. Well, of course he's not, because MacArthur's been dead for a long time. But no, that's, that happens. You know, but I think that he played it in a, such a believable way that we we understood the 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 metal of of MacArthur. We we underst- we understand the the foundation of the man who was a military strategist and and could do that and I think Liam Neeson brought that to the story. Alright. Now this is not gonna surprise you, but I forgot to write down what battleship's number is. So I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that podcast again. Oh, you <laughs> so I can't compare it so we can't compare it to that one. Well, or is it because that I messed up the spreadsheet? No, no, the other numbers are on here. Okay. Oh, good, it wasn't me. It wasn't you. This one, Not this this one is time. me forgetting. <laughs> so, what do we want to give this one? Cause I don't think he was in a lot of peril. I don't think either. I mean, yes, it, perilous situations were I, I don't think it'll exceed three. I was, I was going to go a one. I was going to yeah. go pretty low. I was going to go okay. one because... Because I don't think his character was in peril. I That's think true. I, there were times, because he, he had the scene where he went to the front lines... So yeah. it's not so it's not a zero. Yeah. And also I believe his career was in peril, not his I mean, life. So I mean mm, it's I mm. I wouldn't give it a zero, but I'm not gonna yeah. go I'm I'm gonna give this one a one. Alright. Well I but can, you can talk me into that. Th- this one. is another yeah. one, a good example where peril does not equal quality. Yeah. Because we you can yeah. watch amazing films mm-hmm. where the main characters are not in a bunch of mortal danger. In fact, I would say most romantic comedies. Not all. There's some danger sometimes. But and there are a couple of good ones. This one, I don't know how long it's going to stay on Netflix. I I don't... I'm not the kind of guy who knows where to look that up, but I'm sure it's out there. While it's on Netflix, watch this movie. Yeah, yeah was, and uh, be prepared to read, yeah. because there's, there's a lot of Korean. There's a lot of subtitles in this one. But yeah, a lot of subtitles you have to read. This is one that, once it's off of Netflix, you probably won't be able to find it again. Right. So watch it while it's hot. Yeah. And Enjoy. look at American warm films in a whole new light, I think. All right. Where's the mouse? I can't. Oh, my God. What have I done? There it is. <laughs> <sighs> I'm so good at computers. 